Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. It's time for... Here we go, here we go, here we go. Kickoff. With Boomer Esiason and Mike Valenti. Presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos, brought to you by those who drink it. And Lowe's, Lowe's Nose Home Improvement. Holiday week, doesn't matter. We're giving you the same amount of content. We're ready to roll. Boomer, happy Thanksgiving. How are you? I'm doing great, Mike. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. And uh, yesterday was an unbelievably bad slate of games. I mean, I know that the Packers and Lions were some uh, what competitive, especially late. But the other two games, the Cowboys wiped out the Washington Commanders. And, of course, San Francisco, my pick for the NFC, entered into the Super Bowl, uh, did not disappoint me. And Brock Purdy still playing great, even though he did have an interception. But I would just say that two out of the three games yesterday were just stinkers. Yeah, they are. We're going to go through the entire Turkey Day recap. I want to go backwards before we go forwards, though. With that, let's get to the rundown. The NFL Rundown. So here's what we're going to do, people. I'm going to ask Boomer the same question every week until the Super Bowl or I get an answer. Then we're going to hit the Monday night game, and then we're going to go Turkey Day. So, Boomer, more reports. More reports on the news you broke, the news that you birthed to the world. <laughs> Bill Belichick, uh, he's gone. He, he, there's going to be a bidding war. You can trade for him. America demands the answer. If you had to pick a place he goes and it's not New England, where is it? Well, I would say maybe the Chargers. I saw that report this this coming week. You know, that's the built-in uh, winning franchise in terms of their roster and their quarterback. I'm, I'm sure yep. that Bill Belichick has had enough over the last four years of dealing uh, with a quarterback that is not named Tom Brady, and you can see how that has been working out. So I would say that the Chargers would be a nice place for him. I would think that the Washington Commanders will be in the uh, – will be looking for a new coach as well. And there's going to be a few other places uh, that I think uh, would probably interest him if, in fact, he does leave. But I have to tell you, I, talk, I, st- I spoke with Bill Cower. Uh, on Thanksgiving at CBS and said, Coach, do you really think Bill Belichick is going to be standing on the sideline for the Patriots next year? And Coach looked at me and he says, absolutely. And I said, why do you say that? And he said, because he deserves to be standing on that Patriots sideline. And I said, yeah, but what happens if he wants to leave? He goes, I don't think he wants to leave. I think he wants oh. to stay there. That's what Coach Cower said. But, again, that's his opinion. It was an interesting conversation that we had yesterday. But I would say – if Bill Belichick and Bob Kraft came to a meeting of the minds, 
would I be surprised that he would be somewhere else, which is what I said about five or six weeks ago right here. I would right. not be surprised, and I would actually expect it. And that, and that's where more reports, more smoke. I, ha- I have to keep bringing it up. All right, Monday night. Then we'll go Turkey Day and the rest of the, the league. What is more? Is, was it more the Eagles winning that game or more the Chiefs losing it with 8 million drops? Yeah, I know you have an answer, and you just gave it to me. Um, <laughs> it's the Chiefs losing, without question. And, you know, yeah. you have this awesome quarterback, and you have a very pedestrian wide-receiving core that he's playing with, and a Travis Kelsey, who I don't care what anybody says, is distracted. The last three games speak to it, and you look at his numbers. They've gone down significantly. He fumbles a ball in the red zone. He drops a pass that would have been a first down in the red zone. Uh, he's distracted. Uh, he knows it. We know it. Everybody else out there knows it, and even the Swifties now know it. So if you ask me, it was the Chiefs losing that game. Um, you know, if if listen, Patrick Mahomes is out there. I feel like on an island, uh, and I think that Andy Reid has got to do something to re-energize this team, refocus this team, and nothing better to do that than play a game against the Raiders this weekend. Yeah, I mean the drops are incredible. And I mean, I love that Mahomes, you know, he doesn't throw his receivers under the bus. He's all class. I just, I couldn't believe what I was watching. Your point about Kelsey, though, people don't have to like it. But I I think you're spot on. You see a guy, if the numbers don't change, if your level of play doesn't change, none of us in the media have a right to say a thing about your personal life. But when you're hopping on planes to Argentina or wherever the hell you're going on a Tuesday afternoon and you're constantly out there and – you see this corollary right to your numbers being in the tank. Yeah, it's a problem. I, I'm i thrilled. I, I hesitated to bring it up. I thought you'd think I was being ridiculous, but I'm like, I, I just feel like, where is this guy? Because he ain't here. Well, the other thing, too, is he is openly talking about uh, retirement, which is crazy. Um, and the other thing, too, about him, and I really like him. I think he's great at everything he does. Loved him on SNL. Love him in all of his commercials. Uh, Mr. Pfizer, the whole thing. I, you know, I love the whole thing and, and the – the, the podcast between he and his brother are great. I, I just think all of that stuff is fantastic, but it's production and tolerance. You can tolerate, uh, you know, uh, a, you know, you can't tolerate a lack of production. You know, if you're producing like you just said, then your tolerance is going to go up and, you know, you'll deal with all the other stuff away from the game. But we all know, for those of us who played it and coaches who have coached it, what do we all try to limit in our lives? Distractions. And nobody's living a bigger distraction than Travis Kelsey, right. who flew down to Buenos Aires to go see a Taylor Swift concert. So uh, the, the production on the field is starting to show that. That's why there's questions about it. Let's go Thanksgiving Day. We'll start with the Lions. Six turnovers the last two games, 10 in the last five. Are they going through a little lull, or are you seeing real cracks here with the Lions? Well, their defense, the pass defense is terrible, um, and it has been. Um, I didn't. I thought they would win the game against the Green Bay Packers. Jordan Love played great. I don't think Jared Goff had a great game. I don't think that Dan Campbell had a great game. And this is now seven straight losses on Thanksgiving for the Lions, which is crazy when you think about it because they're all home games. And you would have thought that this year, with the way that they were playing, the way that the fans now have legitimate expectations out there, that they would have put forth a much better effort. But I, I worry about their defense. This is why – you know, they have a two-game lead down on Minnesota. They still have to play Minnesota twice. They have to have a home game. If they go on the road in the playoffs, if they have to settle for a wild card, if Minnesota overtakes them, uh, then I think they got real problems. This is why I thought a deep playoff run would be a divisional round matchup for them after winning wild card weekend. Yep. 
Yep. Uh, and, and again, I mean, that's always been the goal. Look, when you've won one playoff game since 1957, let, let's let's keep the, the lid on expectation. I've told people, just w- win the division, win a playoff game. Uh, my issue, you're right, pass defense not great. It's their pa- their pass rush is terrible. It's terrible. Well, I thought they and had Aiden honestly, Hutchinson. I thought he was like the next Don't go to J- me with J- that. J.J. Watt. I thought, what nah, nah, that? nah. Don't. No, you can miss me with that. Don't right, bring okay. that to my doorstep. Okay. No, I, 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 now, now, you and I have had this conversation. He gets more false hype than anybody. Now, I understand. Pressures, pressures. You know what? Newsflash. Once in a while, you got to get home. You have to get the result. And, yes, does he need help? Sure. They need more on their number two overall pick. Well, they, they, they should have. They, that's right, they do. But they should have either traded for Montez Sweat or for Chase Young. Agreed mostly. totally. And they didn't. And now they're ru- uh, ruining the roost, I guess. Is that the way that you would say that? I'll go with it. I'll okay, allow it. Sounds it. good. Uh, sounds re- right. Real quick, Packers. LaFleur says it's night and day with Jordan Love. Has Love begun to figure it out? Yeah, about five weeks ago. You remember there were still question marks about him, and even Brian Gutenkus, their general manager, came out and said, well, you know, we're not really sure yet. And I think they were putting internal pressure on the kid. That's what I think. And yeah. quite frankly, uh, I can't take away the fact that the last three games, he looks like he has figured it out. I don't. He's not figured it out to the tune of Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre, no. but he certainly looks better, looks more confident. Remember, he got off to a great start this year. And everybody thought this, okay, we got the right quarterback. The, the Packers did the right thing. And then he hit a swoon where all of a sudden he kind of lost it. And now he's got it back again. And, and who knows? Maybe he has the ability to take them to the playoffs. If he does, it will be one of the great comeback stories within a season I think any quarterback's ever had. Cowboys, they made history. 5-0 and at home. All five wins by more than 20 points. Oh. Demolished the commanders. But here's my question. You look at it now and you go, wait a minute, who have they beaten? The answer is they haven't beaten a team with a winning record. Where are you at with the Cowboys here? Well, they need to win uh, at home. They need to have a home playoff game. They need to win the division. They still have uh, to play the uh, Seahawks next week at home, and then in come the Eagles. The Eagles will be playing, of course, the Bills this weekend. Then they have the 49ers at home, and then they have to go to Dallas. That's That's a good chance at that game could be for the NFC East division lead. You know, the Eagles have been sailing along here. They're 9-1. and one. They look great. They look unbeatable. They should have lost Monday night, as we talked about earlier, to the Chiefs, and Chiefs dropped the touchdown pass that would have given them the lead late in the game. Yeah. But, should have lost to the Cowboys too, Boomer. Right, I know. And the thing, the thing I will say is that Jalen Hurts has been very honest. He goes, you know, we still have not played our very best game, and they haven't. They've been kind of choppy offensively. I still worry about their secondary. It's going to be really interesting – to see what Josh Allen can do this week against his Eagle secondary. And maybe the Cowboys, just maybe, could be playing for the NFC East lead in a couple weeks. Uh, San Francisco, it's simple. You've been a believer since the beginning. You know, the three losses in a row, the injuries mounted. I started to question it a little bit. Boy, the last two weeks, they look like an absolute monolith. If, if right here, right now, is, is that the best team in the NFC? To me, it is. And uh, I, yeah. I'll tell you, Christian McCaffrey would uh, get my vote for MVP maybe even right now. Uh, just because of the way he plays, all the different things he does. I mean, he looks like he's shot out of a cannon. I mean, his performance against Seattle uh, on Thanksgiving was was brilliant. It was great. It was tough. It was mean. Like, that that team is under center, off tackle runs. That's what they do on offense. And then comes all the gimmicks. And I want to say gimmicks. The play design, which is what I love most about what they do and how Brock Purdy is able to process defenses and get rid of the ball very quickly. And he'll also – now be in the MVP uh, you know, uh, conversation as we get closer here to the end of the season. 
They have a huge game, obviously, in a couple weeks at the Eagles, and we'll find out just how good they are in that environment where they couldn't win last year in the uh, in the in the playoffs. All right, there are a couple of reports you can you can bag them if if you think they're garbage, or you can tell me they're they're on. I was very surprised at the first one. Reports Sunday, Frank Reich on the hottest seat in the league. He's a year one coach with a rookie QB. It's been a disaster, but. How much stock do you put in that? Is Frank in trouble in Carolina? Well, I put stock in all of these coaches that, you know, are on hot seats, and Frank knows that. Um, he's got a uh, an impatient owner who wants to win, and the one thing about owners, they can see uh, empty seats, uh, especially down there because they're light blue. And if you see a lot of light blue, that means there's a lot of people that aren't showing up. And if they're not showing up, that means the business side of the business is say, uh, to, of the team is saying to the owner, hey, look, man, we got to do something here. And usually the head coach's scalp is the one that goes first. So – uh, much like Brandon Staley, uh, much like some of these other coaches, Ron Rivera, that are sitting on these seats, I would say Frank probably feels the heat as well. So that's why they need to win this week. And and Bryce Young has got to finish strong here. And if he finishes strong, then then I would think that they'll give Frank another year. If not, and this thing falls flat, then I would think that he may be looking for another job. Good Lord. I mean, well, at some point, somebody better alert Bryce Young. It might be time to play a little bit. He is awful. Um, all right, Rodgers, all over the New York papers. i got to ask about it. Now the reports are his comeback attempt is not tied to the Jets' record. Do you buy that he is doing this regardless because he wants to prove he's a spaceman and can come back like nobody else could? Is that is that really what's happening here? We're going to see Aaron Rodgers? That, that, that's what it feels like. I mean, it makes no sense whatsoever. I mean, for me, uh, um, you know, nobody's ever come back faster than five months. And the guy that uh, actually did come back within five months was 22 years old, and that was Cam Akers. Yeah. Um, you, we see now uh, uh, Kirk Cousins walking around with a boot on, and he's on crutches. We never saw that from Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if he was trying to hide that from everybody, but he's pushing it. I think if he comes back this year, I'm going to say it right here, right now, I think it's a selfish thing that he would do. And I think it's – I think agree. It's, personally, I think it's a joke – and uh, I think he needs to be here next year. The Jets went all in for him. Unfortunately, he did not. It did not pay dividends for him. I do not want to see him playing in December against teams like Cleveland that will tear his head off, especially with this offensive line. So I would I would look forward to next year. I think all of this is garbage. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at 
at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. Uh, real quick, why did, and I'm not being smarmy, please don't take it this way. Why did the Jets just not release Zach Wilson? What, 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 is, what is going on here? Like, you, you can't you, put him out there. Yeah, I know. Are you, are you a fisherman? No. No. Well, you know, I've I, I fished a little bit in my life. I'm not a, a hardcore fisherman, and you're probably wondering, why am I going down this road? I'm intrigued. Well, I, I believe in compassionate release. You know, I believe that there you it catch is. a fish, look at this fish, take a picture with it, and then throw it back, unless you're going to eat it, unless you're going to eat it. If you're not going to eat it, then throw it back. You know, and so my life doesn't depend on, you know, me catching a big fish. I like the fish to live in the environment and in, in nature, and that's the kind of guy I am. I would have thrown back Zach Wilson via compassionate release because I've never seen it so ugly so quickly and so along. Actually, it started when he was a rookie, and it's still going to this very day. I would have gotten him out of the building. Okay. I and mean, by the way, I mean, look, I'm all for a good ha-ha. Did we really need to see the network's? Showed his kid tripping over his dingling and falling on his ass in the game. I mean, like, how much is enough? I mean, I, you just get to a point, Boomer. Like, I, all right, I get it. He's bad at football. Like, enough is enough. This guy's a human pinata. I, I think they not only were taking a shot at him, I think they were taking a shot at the Jets overall. Like, the Jets have moments like this. I, I was a part of a moment like that. It was called the spike game when Dan Marino beat us at the end and came back all the way from, like, a 17- or 20-point deficit, whatever it was. So I think this is like the network's feeding into the jet narrative, if you will. And it was sad. I felt bad for the kid. I, I did, too. It's just it, you, you get like, all right, enough's enough. Look, I've got plenty more stuff. Um, we're going to get to picks. I've added a couple things in here because we had the Thanksgiving stuff. We have the Black Friday game. Got a couple of totals, the highest of the high and the lowest of the low. I'll explain the rules. So there's going to be vetoes. But if you veto, Boomer, you got to pick a total. So we got to swap them in for the sanctity of the records. I got so it. We're going to get in. We're going to get into it. that. Don't you worry about it. I know. I got you. And then later on, uh, we are going to take some of the less fortunate fan bases and find out what exactly do you have to be thankful for. But first, let me tell you about Casamigos, the smoothest tequila on the planet. Enjoy the entire family of Casamigos tequilas: the Reposado, Añejo, the Blanco, Cristalino, or the Mezcal. Casamigos Tequila, brought to you by those who drink it. And Casamigos Tequila reminds you, as always, to please celebrate responsibly. 